The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful, sunny Southern California, so, and I'm so happy you're with me today. I am talking with my old friend, R.J. Banks, who is also known as Rob Banks, <laughs> as he presents himself. He used to be on the Law of Attraction Radio Network doing his own show uh, years ago, and he also spoke at our Law of Attraction convention in Palm Springs, and I believe the year was 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Rob wrote the book, The Power of I Am and the Law of Attraction. It is still a best-selling book for the last five years, and it's going strong because you know what? It's pretty fabulous. It really gets your mind synced in to your power. Rob has been having a kind of a difficult time in the last few years with um, two brain tumors and brain surgeries and has left him blind. But one thing is for sure, it has not affected his wonderful sense of humor and his ability to laugh even during his most difficult times. And if there's one person in the world that I can say who is a true blessing to this world is my friend R.J. Banks. So this is going to be a fun show. Before we take a listen to this light-hearted interview, though, I just want to tell you some things. I know we have listeners from all over the world, and many are experiencing severe restrictions, again, due to COVID-19. I know my state of California just shut down one more time. And another one of our show hosts, Maggie Wild, is experiencing a shutdown in Australia. It's really a weird period of time to live through. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But as frustrating as this is, it's still an amazing time to be alive. Not only are we going through this period of time in which we have to hide our nose and mouth and only venture out to go to the grocery store, but we are going through an amazing, amazing time in American history. Just think that the year 2020 and 2021 will be written up in history books and taught in schools and universities for infamy. I know that the law of attraction says for us not to focus on things that bring up emotions or frustrations, but I do believe we have to play in the game of life. Truthfully, I don't want to miss what is going on. We are so fortunate to be experiencing this current American revolution, no matter what side you're on. Just think for just a minute. Can you imagine what it was like back in 1776 when no one knew what was happening? I mean, no phones, no telegraph, no TV, no internet, 
just simple communication through one local printing press in the township that probably had a biased view. So you could only get one view of instead of the many different viewpoints that we're getting today. We are having a revolution, and we are getting so much valuable and contrasting information. Nobody sees eye to eye on what's going on, and that's what makes everything so incredibly alive. We do not have to choose between just one or two viewpoints because we literally have hundreds of viewpoints which we can resonate with. That's what's amazing about this time. I would not have missed this time in history for anything. As a matter of fact, I believe that each one of us came to this earth at this particular time to experience this moment. I believe and feel in my gut that America will return to its brilliant Constitution of the United States that was and still is known as the great experiment. Many things are being exposed and yet no one is to blame. At the same time, everyone is to blame. (laughs) And each one of us gets to have their own input, their own say on social media platforms. Yes, we are getting censored, but then we just find another place to tell our views. We created this to develop our personalities more and to further our emotions even more. We're not standing still. We are emotionally moving. You know, I get to talk to people in every part of the world, like Africa, Australia, the UK, Russia, the Ukraine, and Canada, and of course, the U.S., Well, I think that's pretty special. I am so happy to be right here, right now. I know everything's going to turn out just fine because I have never realized as much as I do now how powerful each and every one of us are. We are participating in a worldwide revolution. And wow, oh my gosh. (laughs) This is incredible. I get it. I just want to say, don't hide from it. Experience it and enjoy it. And thank you all to the key players in this. And I'm sure glad I'm not an elected official, but I am very happy to be alive and being a witness to this entire thing that's going on. I hope you are too. And I want to bring up one more thing. The last issue of the Law of Attraction magazine featuring Kimberly and Foster Gamble of the Thrive 2 movie has a brilliant statement in regards to the Law of Attraction. Kimberly stated that the portal of that combination of intention, acceptance, and openness is what made the Law of Attraction a valid concept in science. And Foster continued, and I think this is so wonderful and explains everything and why we're here today. Foster stated that he was so thrilled that science and physics, along with geometry and mathematics, prove beyond a shadow of a doubt 
that everything is now grounding out of the law of attraction. The science is validated because not only does it work, it shows how it works. We're just not a theory. We are proof that the law of attraction is based in science and it is real. With the energy devices that were featured in the movie, every single inventor that they talked to had a successful device working in one way or another. Describe the process where they needed to create a still point. Technologically, they were creating a still point with the device and then turning the device, just like we tune in our brain waves in meditation or tune our emotions, just like these devices. When they tune into the right place, the device is designed to draw in from the field exactly what it was designed for, whether that's electricity, whether that's healing, or in the case of the shamans, whether it's about expanding your consciousness or having intention or a question answered by the intelligence of the unified field. So what we're actually seeing and what is being revealed now in science is the unified field. This is what Einstein was looking for. And he wasn't a musician, which uses these principles constantly. He was missing key pieces, which was the consciousness piece. Now, this is actually being revealed for the first time, that consciousness plays a dramatic part in the organization of humanity. What we think, what we focus on, is what we are creating. Our emotions do have a major uh, component in all of this, but it's truly about how we organize our thoughts and our feelings. This is the law of attraction. We bring to us what it is that we want to see happen. So, if that's the case, as Foster Gamble said, then we have a choice on the outcome of what is going on right now. What is going on with COVID and what is going on with this election stuff? We are the ones that are creating it, especially when there's more than 10 people together. There's much more power if they are in alignment. It has been said for centuries and centuries that there is power in the prayer. And that's true. Because what we are projecting out is what we will see come back. That is the golden rule. Simplified, our thoughts create. First in a thought form and then in a mechanical form. Whether we know it or not, it will be brought to us. This is the law of attraction. 
This is an amazing time to realize how powerful you are. So if you think we have problems in this universe, within the United States, with the elections, with earthquakes, whatever, you've got to understand that we are creating it through the consciousness. This is real. This is scientific. And we can make the corrections as we go along. We're not doomed. We're okay. We're simply here to learn. And that's what you're doing right now. So with that, my dear friends, we are going to take a fast break and then we're going to return with my friend, R.J. Banks. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules Johnson, International Certified Hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. It's here, it's hot, and it's a must-read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Well, welcome, Mr. R.J. Banks to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, you've been on this show many times, but but not for a while. And you have got this phenomenal book called The Power of I Am. And of all times in the world that we need to focus on the power of I am, it's right now. <laughs> Boy, you 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 can't you can't put that in any better words, can you? That is so so true. So let's let's go in to what is going on right now and how we can observe but not be totally obsessed. That's probably what we really want to focus on. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, the law of attraction is something that is in our lives every day whether we want to accept it or not and that's you know just like gravity or or anything else it's it's something that is there now my one of my key things that i focus on in my book and when i go out and i speak and stuff like that is the focus equals fuel and so the difference that you're saying right now the difference between getting obsessed and staying informed that again, that's one of those focus equals fuel. If you are focusing on all the disruption, on, I mean, as you know, 2020 was a disaster 
and we had one disaster after another after another with the COVID and the hornets and the, I mean everything. And now it's it's uh, become political because of the, the the election results, and a lot of people are 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 unrest about that. And so focus equals fuel is my that that I'm going to have that stamped and tattooed on my forehead because it is so so true. So in these times, if you are going to focus on being upset over COVID, being upset over the quarantine, being upset over not working, being upset over the, over the political barometer of the country right now and all the unrest. And, you know, unfortunately what happened in the, at the Capitol the other day is just, you know, I mean, these are the things that if we focus on that, we're going to get more of that. This is the opportunity. Is what I like when it, when it comes to focusing for equals fuel. And we have, with our words, with our focus equals fuel, we can either bless and lift up our lives or we can condemn it. And I'm talking about that both individually and as a whole, because if we all get together, and as you know, everything that we live on is a vibrational plane. And so the more people that we as a group can get up into a large and a high vibrational plane with loving and understanding, then this is the perfect opportunity. That's how I look at it. I'm not looking at it and it's like, oh, this is really messed up. Oh, this is horrible. Yes, of course, my heart is bleeding when I, you know, I'm blind, so I can't see all the stuff going on, but I can hear. And of course, I, I, you know, I'm told everything and I hear everything and you get the play by play. I don't want the play-by-play. That is the news loves to give you the play-by-play because they, that you know, I was in the media. I know I talk fast, but I was in the media. I was a radio guy for God, 15, 20 years. Yeah. And so, uh, so I was on the fun side of radio playing records and, and having fun on the other side of the glass in the next studio over was KGMS news. And it was all, it was all about disasters. And let's take this little tiny molehill and turn it into a big mountain to sensationalize everything and make it huge. I'm sure people have seen the, uh, there's there's plenty of YouTube videos of the, of the guy out there holding onto the pole. And he's like, it's such a huge storm. And, it, and then you see two people walking in the back. <laughs> and it's like two inches of water. Their feet aren't even, aren't even in the water, you know? And uh, he's just, yeah, I, mean, I have seen that actually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the media has been busted so many times now that it's, it's 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 ridiculous. But you see, that just that's just one more log on the fire of who do you trust? What do you think about? And again, focus equals fuel. And so if we start focusing on this stuff, we don't know if it's true or not, but we're just going with the with the general populace. This is the opportunity right now. I say that that we have a time. This is the new year. So there are two things that I do. Now, I know we're talking about the power of I am, and, and that's my book, The Power of I Am and the Law of Attraction. And that has been a bestseller for going on a couple of years now. I'm actually writing another book right now. Oh, good. <laughs> but we'll get into that later. But my, I have a couple of, yeah, I mean, it's along the same lines, just different theories because some people... You know, if you look at it this way, oh, I get it. But if you look at it that way, oh, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so anyway, so, so I, uh, I think this time right now, 
we can put 2020 behind us for the most part. Yes, there are still things that need to get tight. Don't get obsessed over it. But the way that I look at it is, you know, I lost my vision about five years ago. And so I obviously don't drive anymore, but I can sure think about it and fantasize it and remember driving. I used to race cars and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know what, what this one thing one day hit me to where I was actually thinking about about uh, when I used to race cars and we have mirrors in your in your race car you have mirrors just like in your in your car to see what's going on behind you now your mirror is about what 10 inches wide and about yeah. three or four inches tall mm-hmm. sitting right in front of you is a windshield that is about six feet wide and about four feet tall or I don't know what the dimensions are this is the direction that you're going. Why are you going now? Whether you want to go or not, this is the direction you're going. So you're going forward. Why spend all your time looking in that little rear view mirror of where you've been? That's what so many people do. But man, as soon as you turn around, you start looking in the in the in the in, into the windshield, life becomes a little bit different because now your perspective is on where am I going and what can I do? This is where focus equals fuel. Now, if, okay, but 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 I want to I want to stop there because this is a historic time that our grandchildren and their grandchildren are going to be reading about, and so that's how come I don't want to ignore it. I want to live it, and a lot of the people, all those people who went to uh, where was it, Washington D.C. Right. They decided they're going to experience it. Perhaps this is what they came, the reason that they're on the planet right now. So I don't want to um, uh, discount participation because this is a part of life. But you, the individual person has to decide how far they want to go do they want to participate participate or do they want to be consumed with it where they're they can't focus Mm -hmm. but your intention of what you are saying right now rob is that if we want to make a difference to the world then we have got to observe but not internalize enough that we using the power that we were born with can change this situation for the better or we can actually make it worse (laughs) that's why i said we can we can either bless our lives or we can condemn our lives with our words and what we say i mean of course along with our actions now i am not i those that protested in washington the other day I fully agree with it. I fully agree with that. But killing people, shooting people, all the violence and everything, there's no need for that in my opinion. So yeah, and, and yeah, that's true. So what I was what I was saying is is that that at this we have a new year right now. Of course, it's full full of uncertainty because of what we just gone through and what we are still going through politically right now. But I encourage everyone right now is the time we can look inside of ourselves and, you know, we have incredible opportunities and possibilities to better our lives. Like I said, both individually and collectively, 
All we have to do is ask the universe for the guidance and it is going to come. You know, it's like, I don't want to get all religious and everything, but you know, I feel that God has a purpose. Each one of us has a purpose. That's right. And, and you know, that's why we ask for guidance. Now I did not choose or desire to be blind. I had a brain tumor about, well, I, last time I, I <laughs> 15, 2015, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 2015 with a brain tumor, but I hadn't had surgery. So I, right. so I got to see your pretty face before that, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I, uh, I don't even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> it's you were just saying that you're blind, but that doesn't stop you from living. Right. That doesn't stop me from living. And I know it's kind of, kind of funny to say focus equals feel because I can't visually focus on something, but I'm mentally focused on the things that, that, that I want and that I desire to have both in the world. And we can all collectively do that. Yes, we are not all going to agree, but you know, of course, violence is, is, is not the, uh, not the answer, but row, row, row your boat. You know, I think that is something that I've learned because we are all kind of taught and I know kind of varying a little bit, but we're, taught the I call it the river of life and we're taught that we put our boat in the river and then we gotta work our butt off. We gotta if the early bird gets the worm, it's a doggy dog worm. So I visualize I'm rowing upstream. Whether you know the stream's still taking me downstream, but I got my butt and everybody's doing that. And that leads to stress and depression and anxiety, heart attacks, stroke, all that stuff. And then I learned, see that's what you're talking about the purpose and that's what we were now I know I'm back on track. We were talking about purpose. I had a purpose. I was a diagnostic imaging specialist. Before that, I was in the in the Air Force for 14 years. Yeah. Then I guess God or the universe or whatever decided, no, we want you to give a message. So boom, brain tumor. I had surgery. Now I'm visually impaired. Right. But you know what? I've written two books on my own. I go out and I do TED Talks. I've talked at your things. And I have inspired. So, And I don't mean to sound like, it, because it's not, it's, it's like God has used me to send a message out to other people. And, and I really feel blessed about that. And that is what my purpose apparently is now. And uh, yeah. you know, I always tell people, I enjoy my life better now, living on social security and being blind, living in a one bedroom apartment than I did when I had a $4,000 or a 4,000 4, square foot place. I was the head of radiology at a big hospital. Like, and, uh, you know, I mean, I had that life, but boy, yeah. it was exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, and but, so now you've got the real essence of life. And, and I use this and I use it for what I can do to inspire and to help other people. So my book that I'm writing right now is called Row, Row, Row Your Boat, because we were taught that secret in life back when we were a kid. So instead of using those oars and trying to row up the stream, turn them around. Now, God gives us what's called free will. He gives us a situation, then we can be, we can choose to be the victim or the victor of that situation. I choose to be the victor over this whole brain tumor and blindness thing instead of for, for me. So I am using this to help and to inspire other people. And this is something that everybody can do. And we can exactly good in every situation and what the good and what the possibilities are in these situations. Yeah, but to stop you right there, Rob, I remember when you first went blind. Mm 
Yeah. I mean, I remember being panicked about you when you went in for the surgery um, because you were on the radio network. You yeah. were on you were talking on this network. I had a weekly show. Yeah. So it's like, OK, the insurity that you had, you had to go through that in order to get to that positivity. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And that's a really important thing that people realize it doesn't just come out of the blue. You kind of have to work through it mentally and emotionally, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I've had people say to me, he's like, how does that saying go? You got to break eggs to make an omelet or something. <laughs> I guess my egg got broken, but I'm yeah. an omelet. <laughs> Yeah, but you did it and you did it so gracefully. But I do remember that you went to it. I chose to do it, Jules. That's right. I chose to be a victor, not a victim. And and, I mean, I could very easily just lay and say, okay, I'm I'm visually impaired now. I can't do anything. But I have been so inspired to write books and to go out and speak and and to do so many things and inspire other people and i have found that when you when you when we all work together and inspire one another and help one another and love one another and i know it sounds woo wooey and stuff no, but goodness gracious life just turns around mm-hmm. you know i mean the the one thing i don't want to i don't want to get too far into it into uh i can go on for five hours about this <laughs> but but i think it's really something that we have to hear right now because we all go through the trauma right now the u.s is going through a trauma but it's kind of like birthing into another uh way of being we have to go through the pain look at how messy and painful birth giving birth to a child is well yeah i i've never had that experience i don't think you have either but but i think (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I think you're right there. Yeah, it is messy. And it has to be in order. Well, God, would you look at what comes out in the end is just, an, you know, a lovely, wonderful baby child. That's so cool. Yeah. And that's what we do. You know, like you said, our country is going through it so hard right now. And it's it's kind of a, a rebirthing. And yes, it's going to, you know, it's going to be painful. But again, focus equals fuel. Focus on what we want when you look out that windshield what are you going to focus on you're going to focus on on a, a world a country an economy everything that you desire if we all collectively start focusing on peace and love and and and, and again i know it sounds cliche and it's flashing me back to the 60s when i was a kid and everything was all peace and love because of the vietnam war and and oh yeah and watergate politics all that you know it's like it's just repeating itself over and over. Right. But I remember the same thing. And I and I know, like I said, I sound cliche it's doing the peace and love thing. But if you if that's what we all collectively focus on and focus on a better country, yes, document this as history. This is just like sticking your finger in the light socket. Ah, okay. Never gonna forget <laughs> it. It's going down in infamy, but okay. I'm gonna do it again and I'm gonna tell my children not to stick their hand in it. Of course they're going to because our parents told us not to anyway. So it's kind of along the lines of the same thing. Yes, document it. Don't forget it. Use it as a learning tool of things not to do. Because as you know, Jules, being the queen of the law of attraction, 
don't if 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 you don't know what you want, think about what you don't want, and then that'll automatically put you into what you do want. Okay, that's a good point right there that I want to talk about because you mentioned peace and love and all that. But that those are concepts. What is it that people really want? They want enough money to not just survive, but to flourish. Okay, let me stop right there. Yeah. And let me tell you, what is people focusing on? The economy sucks. I don't have a job. My job has been there. I'm broke. Exactly. I'm this is where everybody's focus is. That's now, right. When we focus equals fuel, what is the, what are we going to get more of? The same thing. So why not say, I am always blessed with more than enough money for everything I desire. And I am grateful for all of my needs are cared for by the high, by my higher source, by God, by the universe. It says it in the Bible. And uh, one of my favorite passages, again, I don't want to turn this into a sermon, but in Romans, I think it's 4, 17 or 18 or something, it says, and it, when God says, do I not quote, you know, give the birds food and shelter and all these things? Are you not more important than a bird? I give them these things. If you have faith in me, I will give them to you. So when I do my affirmations, I never say I'm always blessed with more than everything that I need. Because when I say I need, I'm telling God, you're not doing a good enough job because I need this. So right. what I always say is I say, I'm always blessed with more. I'm always blessed with more than enough money for everything that I desire. And so grateful that all of my needs are divinely cared for. And you know what? I just keep, I just keep getting money because that's where my focus is. I'm not sitting here stressing. I'm buying my neighbor's groceries because they're stressing over a $600 check that they're waiting to get, you know, (laughs) which some people haven't gotten at all. But, but, but what I'm saying is I'm not focusing with you. Like I said, when I say I, I need this, I need this, I need this. God is not providing. I need this. I'm just saying, I may as well saying, God, I'm slapping you in the face because you suck. You're not doing a good enough job as far as I'm concerned. That's what I feel like I'm saying. So that's why I say I'm always blessed with more than enough money for everything I desire. Because if I want to, if I desire a new guitar or a new desk chair, that's a desire. It's not a need. I can stand there and I can play my old guitar. Okay. But, but you started every desire off. I just heard it five, six times. I am. What? You started it off with the powerful words of I am. That is why I wrote my book and titled it The Power of I Am, because whatever you. follows your I am. Well, you're going to get me started on this one. <laughs> I, I think it's necessary right now. Well, it, it is. And everything that follows your I am is what you attract into your life. So you can say, I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, I'm loved, I'm secure, blah, blah. Or you can say, I'm broke, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I never have this, I never have that. And that is what you're going to attract into your life. So I actually, I actually think right now some, some, uh, some I am affirmations. Anyway, to finish what you were saying, yes, every affirmation I always started with I am. And then I choose to finish it with something that is, that is desirable. I don't say positive, negative, good or bad, because that's, that's conceptual for every individual. What I say is desirable or undesirable. I desire to have this. I desire to have that, or I don't desire this or that. So that's why I always I always put things in desirable. So 
I always start my affirmations with I am, and then I finish it with something that is desirable. And I try to keep them as short as possible. Uh, you know, like right now, I think one of the biggest things that, and I've said this to myself a thousand times over and over and over and over is I am resilient. I am resilient. We all have to be resilient. If you're not resilient right now, you're going to have a really hard time. Again, that's a choice. Focus equals fuel. I am resilient. I am resilient. I'm, I'm able to cope and accept and, and, and adapt to all the situations that are going on. If you keep telling yourself right now, this is BS. This is unacceptable. This is where, what, what good is it going to do for you? Where is that going to put your mindset? It's just going to keep you in a, in a state of upset. You're going to have adrenaline running through your system. You're going to have cortisol running through your system. You're going to be upset. You're going to be pissed off. And you're not going to be able to cope. And, and this is just crazy and ridiculous. What good is that going to do with you? Why not tell yourself, I am able to cope and adapt to all situations? Because you know what? You don't have a, you don't have a choice. If you're in a boat, you're happy. If you get go over a wave and you get tossed out of the boat and the boat keeps going, what are your choices? You don't have any other choice but to tread water until they realize. So, so you have to cope and you have to adapt to that situation. Even though it might be temporary because the boat's going to come back or they might never come back. But what I'm saying is right now, be it COVID, be it hornets, be it Politics. political, be it whatever it is, I am able to cope and adapt to all situations. And then you could even say it, be it temporary or permanent, or I am willing to learn how to adapt and cope. I don't like it, but I'm willing to adapt and cope with it some way, somehow. Let the powers that be, you know, that's how I look at politically. Let the powers that be. There's nothing that I can do in my little apartment here except for screaming right away and all this kind of stuff. And I can call my congressmen and you know those type of things. But, uh, and, and like you said earlier in the program, some that chose to go participate down in Washington, D.C., God bless them. You know, they have a, they have a, a, a stance. Their focus is very, 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 precise on the what they feel and what our country needs and what and that's their right and their their uh, right that's to, a right that's our human right and and so that is their right that they do that i choose not to it's a little hard yeah. for being on this side of the country and being visually impaired i would have been i would have been a doormat there but uh, <laughs> but you know i guess my point is is uh that when it comes down to the to the uh to the to the to the affirmations it's the i am so another one is 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 i am confident that our country is now starting to heal that's another good affirmation you can tell yourself and uh i i you know i am confident and i'm happy that now the people are becoming stronger you know that i mean i saw that yesterday it's like these players like enough is enough and that's why it started that that whole march on on the capitol started because enough is enough this is bs and so, you know, that's, we have, we have that right. And so I'm, I, I am, I am confident, I'm courageous, and I'm so happy that people are getting stronger. And, and, you know, I am aware that everything that happens is happening for a reason, because there is a reason behind it. And, you know, you find, if you find purpose, especially during times like this, I think if you find your purpose, then it really empowers your your motive and your motivation to keep moving forward with what your beliefs and what your what your focus is. Yeah. And 
I just think this is what we signed up for to witness this, whether you, I don't hate it. I, I am just looking at it and it's like, wow, I'm a part of history. This is really cool. And and I don't want anybody to get hurt. I just want to sit there and go, wow, it's an amazing time to be alive. It is. Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. Um, um, And you notice I sit in the comfort of my home. So it's like, okay, (laughs) but I can simply admire it. But I have known a lot of people who went to D.C. and had a lovely time. And did not get into the panic, but they experienced something that they wanted to experience. Well, they yeah, wanted to be it. And that's that's again. That's let's focus on the intent, desirable intentions of what happened in Washington D.C. Unfortunately, and and you know, it's again, I don't believe anything from any of these media, so I don't know what's going on. But yeah. they're you know, it's the white supremacy militias and the Ku Klux Klan and the whatever boys and the these guys and the Nazis. They're the ones that are all marching on Washington. I don't know this. This is what they're showing. Again, this is just like the puddle in the background when, when the, the, the guys sit there, it's such a storm, I can hardly hold. And there's people in the background waving when they're walking. In. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're doing it for sensationalism. Exactly. And, and so, the friends that I had have there... <clears throat> said that they are they just thought it was so terrific so peaceful so wonderful they saw no violence it was just it was just something that they really enjoyed so a small percentage may have experienced a, a class or a, a clash of some sort but the majority of them were there because they wanted to experience Exactly. Peaceful experience. You know, they showed from what I'm told, they showed um, pictures on from the outside of the Capitol building. And there was thousands of people on the Capitol, but inside there was a handful of crate, you know, of these that that went in and, you know, caused destruction. And and again, I don't feel that that's right, but um I don't either, but we still don't have the whole story of it yet either. My point that I'm making is, is all the peacefulness of the people outside that this is a right to protest. All the news is focusing on is that one (laughs) little teeny tiny, you know, piece, piece. I, 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 my, my friend, she was sitting here with me last night. We were watching, you know, of course the news just keeps looping the same thing over and over and over, no matter what channel it's on. And it shows. She was telling me she was, it keeps they every channel keeps showing the same somebody breaking a window and then somebody there's like five things inside that they keep showing over and over and over and make it sound this was the whole thing it's like I'm surprised that the building is still standing you know <laughs> it, it, but then again that's the sensationalism of of uh, mainstream media yeah but you know what it's pretty phenomenal that we can sit here and laugh at the stupidity. Because evidently they think we're stupid. (laughs) I just think, wow, this is amazing. Oh, I don't know. But Rob, let's get back to the to the I am because you created things prior to the I am. You did. 
Now, and you were very successful at creating things without realizing the power of the I am. So what made you start understanding about the power of I am, the epiphany that you had? Well, I don't recall any one light bulb going on or an epiphany like that. I do remember learning about the law of attraction when I was a young boy and I would go to school. I, I mean, I would go to Sunday school and my Sunday school teacher would say, anything that you want, you just ask God and ask and you shall receive. <laughs> I went, I want a new fishing pole. And I got a new fishing pole. And then I went, I want, I, I got a fishing pole. I remember three things in my life when I was a kid, a fishing pole, a tennis racket, and a stingray bicycle. Those were th three things that I, that I law of attraction. And then, and then I just kind of like learned back when I was a kid that if I just focus on what I want, I used to, in fact, I used to even have this little thing because bewitched was, was a thing. And so was I dream of Jean. Remember bewitched? Oh was gosh. <laughs> and then, uh, or no, she would dink or dink or dink. That's her twitch. And then the 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 hydrogen gemulator, she would cross her hand in it. So anyway, I like had this little writ whenever I would think of something that I desired, I would do, I had my little <laughs> ritual thing that I would do. And that in my mind, that was just that little trick that upped my belief and my faith in the fact that. And it wasn't just for, I want a new bicycle. It was for a lot of things. You know, it's like, I want my sister to, to stop crying because she hurt herself or something like that. You know, I mean, I would use that for everything. And then I was just like, wow, I am so powerful. I can't believe. And so I did that. And, the, and so I've kind of always been that way since I was a kid. And then coupled that with my father, always telling me it's like because I was taught do the best you can with what you got to work with no matter what and so I've always done that and that doesn't matter what I have I'm always going to do the best and so you know when I when I for example I joined the Air Force and be the best that you can be well that's a Thunderbird so I I got chosen yeah. to be on the Thunderbirds back in uh, yeah. the mid 80s and that's just just an example of of choosing to look at the good choosing to do the best you can with what you got to work with. And that is, is uh, what I've done in my life. has always been full of, of, uh, I guess, uh, you know, in my opinion, they're, they're very satisfying and great accomplishments that mm -hmm. I've done for myself personally and things that I've done to help other people with their lives as well. Yeah. You know, I, I had uh, just to share a quick story on, how we don't realize and understand how we are being used to help other people in the mm. cosmic scheme of the universe and, and, and everything. And, you know, that, you know, that people that if I could just, if I could just help one person in life, it would be. And so when, when I got sick with the brain tumor, you know, everything in my life, got, I got basically that proverbial carpet yanked out from underneath me. You know, I lost 
I lost my house, I lost my job, I lost my wife, I lost everything in the physical world right. that I had worked because that's what we're taught. You work your ass off and, and, and you have all these things and that shows your accomplishments and that success. So that was the road that I was traveling on. And I was doing a very, very good, good job at that. And, but then when it all went away, it all went away. And what was I left with? Nothing but myself. Now I don't remember what I was talking about. And you were left with, because I remember that, you were left with I am. Now I remember. Thank you. <laughs> One thing about having a brain tumor, when they scoop out parts of your brain, you can take that a lot. <laughs> so, uh, so I was talking about, it's like, it's like, oh my God, I start looking at, this really sucks. You know, here I worked yeah. my butt off all my life. And now, and now my wife dumped me, they foreclosed on my house, I have a brain tumor, I'm going to die in about 10 months. And I'm sitting here and living back with my mother to take care of me. You know, it's like, whew, all that hard work. And then it's like, talk about uh, three steps forward, five steps back type of thing, you know. But, uh, but instead of yeah, I went through my boohoo period, just like anybody else. Sure. And I was like, you know, the, the denial, the, the upset that then, and what are we going to do? And so, you know, cause I got the doctors tell me, you got about maybe 10 months to live. And so that's when I got something inspired me to start the LOA affirmations website. And so I started putting up little things mainly for myself to keep myself motivated, knowing that I'm going to die in less than a, in probably about a year, but I want to make this, a, you know, as happy as I possibly can, instead of sitting here and boohoo. So I started putting that up and then other people started, hey, this, that, this, that. And then I made these little affirmation audio programs for myself and just to sit there and listen to it at night. And then people started wanting those. And again, this is one of those, those uh, I'm always blessed with more than enough money for everything I desire. Boom. Now all of a sudden it's like, hey, can I get a copy? How much is a copy of the I am worthy? Oh, it's 10 bucks. Boom. Next thing I know it, I sold 500 of these things in two days, you know? But I'm going all downloaded online. I'm going, wow. And so the next thing I know it, I got six different programs out there. People are downloading these things like crazy. And then I get a book. I get a, a, a publishing company. They say, write a book. And I'm like, okay. So I wrote a book. That's when you and I came cross paths. Yeah. You invited me to come to your uh, your uh, uh, seminar down in Palm Springs back in. Yeah, at Law of Attraction, a convention yeah. in Palm Springs. This was, this was while I was waiting to have surgery i was oh, i'm living with a brain tumor and and not knowing how many more months i have but i wrote this book and uh and i had just completed that was probably three weeks out since the yeah book. it was just a week or two and i remember the publishing company was there and yeah had books it was kind of fun it was yeah it was a great experience but uh you know that all being said yeah that was a great personal experience for me but then I got, you know, once the once the website started going, where that the um, I put up a Facebook site for the LOA affirmations, and I'm getting so many people. That's why I have like over a half a million followers on that one. So that's that I'm able to help and inspire so many people. But I got I had one from this one lady up in Boston, and this is what made. This is before I had surgery, and she she sent me a a text or something saying I desperately would like to or I don't know how she put it but she's like I would really 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 like to talk to you about my daughter and the impact that you are having on her 
I'm like, okay. And so I called her up and she immediately started crying. She's like, oh my God. And so she has a 12 or 14 year old daughter that is has autism, is autistic, has lived in her own little world, in her own little bubble, does not, does, I mean, you know how autistic. Yeah. And, and so this lady, she bought one or two of my affirmation download programs and she sits there and she listens to them while she's doing the laundry and the housekeeping and the dishes, stuff like that. And she said, after two or three days, she's my daughter for the first time came out of her room and sat down in front of the, whatever she's listening on to, that was listening to my voice. And she sat there, put her head on her hands right in front of the, the speaker and just sat there and listened to my voice. And then now she has gotten to where every time mama puts it on, she comes out and she'll like, you know, and she makes noises and points and like hits on the thing to make my voice come out of it. Wow. Now, you know, it, it had been, I guess, a month or so, a couple of months maybe, but she told me, she says, that she comes out now. She's starting to communicate. She's starting to come out of her shell. Wow. Ask for you now. As the, and I just, I'm sitting there listening to her and I'm getting all McClimped and all choked up thinking, here, I helped this poor little 12, 13 year old child now starting to open up and blossom. It's like, okay, God, thank you. Now I know what's going on. And yeah. that was probably when you talk about a, at a defining moment or a, a moment of epiphany. That is where it was for me. Not so much getting the, the 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 tennis racket and the fishing pole and the bike and stuff, but when I was able, when 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 I was told the difference that I made on that person's life, yeah. that 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 sold it for me right there. <laughs> and that's what life is all about. That is the significant part of living, is to be able to impact something. Yeah that uh, you can feel that you were powerful. Well, we are all out of time, Mr. Rob Banks, RJ Banks. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite people in the whole world, now living in Las Vegas. And right. He's saying you're going to come out here. And, uh, I, know, I know. As soon as this pandemic thing is over, you better come out. I will be coming out and uh, having an event out there and where you will be coming out and speaking as well. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, thank you so much, RJ, for coming on and spending time with me. It's been too long and you are so valuable to every person who has just listened to your sermon. (laughs) (laughs) to your words you are just magnificent and i can't thank you enough well it's always a pleasure to do anything with you 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 just you melt my heart you melt my heart five six years ago and uh and it's been that way ever since i just i just love doing anything and everything for you and with you and i look forward to when you have your your uh your convention thing out here and I'm going to be the first in line and I hope I get to get up on stage and talk. To you. you will. And, and this time you won't have to fly out. <laughs> well, that's right. You did fly out last time cause you were up North. So yeah, this is going to be uh, really nice. And hopefully as soon as the COVID thing goes away, then I can start 
directing it. So we'll, we're, we're on our way. It's going to happen. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you again. And The Power of I Am, where can they get that book? Okay. Well, there is, there's a couple of different places. For the book and the audio, audio I Am Affirmations programs, that's all at loaaffirmations.com. That again is LOAoperations.com. I'm a radius. <laughs> so, and then on Facebook, it's the same thing, just LOA affirmations. And on now on the on the Facebook page, I do you know a daily I do daily inspirational quotes either from myself or from other people. So there's always content up there, new content about different things. And I, I'll post affirmations for different things. And then I also have, and this is one thing I really, really, really encourage everyone to go to the, go to the, the Facebook page and, uh, and download the, the morning app. I call it my morning affirmations. And uh, you'll see it. It's, it's, it's uh, the number one. It's always on the top there, but it's called my morning affirmations. And it has, you know, today is an incredible day, success, abundance, prosperity, and that's what's on the way into my life today. I happily enjoy these, gratefully share them with many others so they may enjoy their day as well. And then it just goes through a whole list of I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, I'm loving, I'm confident, I'm courageous, I'm forgiving, I'm forgiven. Uh, you know, all these things, and I'm blessed and I'm, and I'm excited about today. And it's a great way to get your day going and set your mind. And then instead of waking up going, oh, crap, I got to do this, I got to do that. So so is going to, no, it's like, Today is a great day. I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm loved. I'm encouraged. You know, and that, and then you end it with, and I'm excited about today. No matter what comes at you, I'm going to do it. I'm excited about it. And I'm going to get it taken care of because that's what I want to do. And that just really sets you into a good mood. And people will get mad at you because you're in such a happy, good mood. But, uh, <laughs> but that's not your problem. <laughs> that's your problem. You know, it's just yeah. like, I'm. <laughs> so uh, but that is very, very contagious. Yeah, and it you is. Will find that it that it is contagious, <laughs> and you can you can really set the mood for uh, for everyone in uh, if 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 you choose to. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I am have enjoyed this immensely, and um, we're going to have you back on real soon. Sounds good to me. All right, thanks, Rob. You betcha. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.